1: All right, 4 o'clock hour here on Hockman and Crowder. Don't forget, we've got heat tickets every single day this week. We have not given away a pair yet today. In fact, I'll do it in this segment if uh, Jimmy or Solana, someone reminds me by the end of the segment, give away a pair of heat tickets for Heat and Rockets. Monday at the Kaseya Center. Start the hour here with a little cat talk. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out. When it's game time, make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. Panthers, they have won five in a row. They're in Sin City tonight. You can hear the game here on 560 WQAM. Paul Maurice says it will be. Sergei Bobrovsky in net tonight for the Panthers. Saturday, they're in Colorado. It's a 4 p.m. puck drop. Tuesday, they're in St. Louis. That's an 8 p.m. puck drop. And one week from tonight, they are finally back home. They will host the L.A. Kings at the Amarant Bank Arena. All right. Let's get
2: the uh, headlines here for the 4 o'clock hour with Alejandro Solana. And there's a lot to get to here. They're driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Center. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. I'll start with some good news as we discuss with Clay Ferrero, Jaime Jaquez, Jr., he wins Rookie of the Month for the month of December in the East. Second straight month, he wins the award. Won it for October-November, which is a combined award, and then wins it for the second month of the NBA season in December as well.
1: Cat Holmgren wins it for the West.
2: No surprise there. All right, guys, the Miami Dolphins <laughs> injury report was just released. So Jalen Waddell once again did not practice today. Remember, he missed Sunday's game against Baltimore. Um, Probably going to end up being questionable for this Sunday, but not great that he didn't practice today. Uh, Tyreek Hill was absent from practice today. Makes sense. Teron Armstead returned to practice. And then how about this? Mike White added to the injury report with a right shoulder, but he was a, a full participant in practice.
3: All right. You need that trouble.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, um, no big changes from yesterday to today. Xavier Howard uh, dealing with that foot injury, still not practicing. Raheem Mostert did not practice either. Um, and Tua yesterday was a full participant. Today, once again, dealing with that left shoulder injury and the quad injury, also a full participant. And uh, Robert Hunt spoke to the media. He says he's taking it one day at a time, but he is hoping to play Sunday versus Buffalo.
3: If if Tua if Tua outduels Josh Allen at 8:30 p.m. on Sunday, the only game on TV to win the division and get the second seed in the playoffs, people should stop questioning him about what he did. And I know we have to win a playoff game, but like that, this is this game and Josh Allen. If Tua outplays him, it should be leave him alone. I would say leave Tua alone. I, I would say, again, Sunday night,
1: this Dolphins team is so banged up, I'm not sure how much you can gauge anybody or anything. It's the reality of it. Listen, I, I, that place is going to be packed. It's the toughest mm-hmm. ticket in town for a long time. There was an article today that it might be packed with more Bills fans than Dolphins fans. Hard to believe because the secondary markets, a lot of Buffalo fans are buying tickets, but that doesn't account for all the season ticket holders. But yeah. regardless, there's going to be a heavy bills contingent there. There'll be a heavy Dolphins contingent. It's going to feel like a playoff game. I love everything about it. Other than the fact that the Dolphins in some places are at third string. It's yeah. just not the, the same Dolphins team that we've seen throughout the season. I'd love to see Tua outduel duel Josh Allen. I believe he's had a better season than Josh Allen. Um, but Sunday night is going to be really tough. Well, that's, that's all I'm saying. I'm yeah. not saying that they can't yeah. win. I'm not making excuses if they don't win. <laughs> but, man, Sunday night
3: is going to be tough. No, to that point, because the, the general the general viewer, and everybody's going to be watching this game, it's primetime, the general viewer won't know that. So even us that knows the injuries, knows what, goes, what went on, knows that Tyreek's in the walking boot, all of that stuff, it should even mean more to us if Tua goes out there, goes for 275, 290, three touchdowns. You know, he might have a might have a turnover, but really balls out it over. It's kind of the thing that great quarterbacks do. Like Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. Tom Brady, they overcame not having great receivers their entire career. And then you give Tom Brady Randy Moss, he breaks NFL record. Like, overcome that stuff and be great, like Hall of Fame type performances out of a guy that to your point, Hawk, I do not disagree with you. They are shorthanded on both sides of the ball with injuries on both sides of the ball. But just give 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 that to the world. That's what I'm hoping for, I guess, for Tua. And how about Chase Claypool? Don't
1: drop a touchdown. Tyreek Hill, don't drop a touchdown. Like, you know, help him out.
3: Yeah. Chase Claypool edition. Mm.
2: I almost put in Claypool anytime touchdown before that game, oh, too. would have been crazy. Oh, man. Thank God I didn't. I went with Bradley Chubb anytime touchdown plus 10,000. That didn't work out exactly great either. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, talking about Tua versus Josh Allen. Josh Allen, he's been banged up as well. Uh, but for the second straight day, listed as a full participant despite dealing with a neck injury and finger injuries as well. He's expected to play, I can't imagine, barring some major setbacks. That Josh Allen is gonna miss this game on Sunday.
3: No, and the offense, their offense is very conservative right now. Since they, since they, they get rid of old uh, Dorsey, Ken mm-hmm. Dorsey, their offense is every short, quick, running the ball. Their
2: offense is very conservative. Tua's definitely had a better season than Josh Allen, by the way, just For sure. as a quarterback. And even last week or the past couple weeks, Josh Allen. I mean, the big plays are gone in that offense. He he just hasn't looked the same as the Josh Allen that we saw a couple seasons ago.
3: They're 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 lining it up so he doesn't make mistakes. That's what Ken Ken Dorsey was going for the gusto. This new dude is just don't make a mistake and we can win. And to be honest, it's working. They've won a bunch of games with this whole just don't make mistakes. Get the you know keep the game close late. We'll win it late. You know, or we'll be up and we'll win a close game. But you're right. Tua, look at the, the numbers say but if you watch football, Tua is way more explosive and done way more than Josh Allen this year.
1: They, they are. Buffalo's winning, but they're getting angry Stephon Diggs on their hands mm-hmm. and, while they're doing it. So.
3: Yeah. Tell, tell an all-pro receiver to run eight-yard routes all game. Mm-hmm. He's going to get a little
2: upset. So, sticking with Tua, he was named one of the six Dolphins players to be selected for the Pro Bowl games, 2024 Pro Bowl games, Tua's a starter, along with Tyreek Hill, Alec Ingold, and Raheem Mostert, Teron Armstead, and Jalen Ramsey, also named as Pro Bowl to the Pro Bowl rosters. This is crazy, man. Tua is the first quarterback to be selected to the Pro Bowl for the Miami Dolphins since Dan Marino, and he's just the third quarterback ever. Bob Greasy, Dan Marino, and now Tua Tungabailoa really is wild.
1: Well, I mean, it's not like it's not that shocking because you know who the quarterbacks have been. It's yeah. wild that they've only had those, you know, three quarterbacks. And yeah, trying to think of—I I never mean,
3: turned, never turned to John Beck and told him he got snubbed. Right, a great yeah. point. Yeah. Well, well. Hey, Tyler Thigpen, they got you this year, brother.
2: Keep playing hard. <laughs> By the way, Christian Wilkins was snubbed from the Pro Bowl roster. I mean, six six mm. guys is a lot, I, I know. But Christian Wilkins is having a monster season too, man. Like him and Bradley Chubb, in my opinion, were, were snubbed from Ooh. that team.
1: Chubb, I know, was a first alternate. It's, what yeah, about it's uh, Chubb, Wilkins?
2: Chubb, Wilkins, Jalen Waddle, Austin Jackson, Blake Ferguson, a little love for the long snappers, Durham Smythe, Xavier Howard, uh, Braxton Berrios, Robert Hunt, Connor Williams, and Zach Sealer were all uh named as alternates this year
3: it's some hell of i d lineman in the afc though bro the boy from tennessee um yeah miles garrett tj watt it's some dog uh, chris jones it's some monsters in afc doesn't
1: matter anyway they'll be playing in the super bowl the pro bowl uh it's all (laughs) it's for it's for the 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 guys who couldn't make it
2: (laughs) i like it all right guys um How about this? Goran Dragic retired uh, last weekend, and um, he said that he had offers from other teams to return to the NBA, but there was only one team that he wanted to play for. Quote, I never wanted to go back to Europe. I wouldn't want to be without my children living in the U.S. for a year. The only option was, would you guys like to guess? Well, I sent it to you. Hmm. Memphis. Miami, with whom I was in the In the end, it didn't work out because they have too many players under contract. He wanted to be in Miami for the
1: last three years. He didn't want to be in Brooklyn. He didn't want to be, where was he, Toronto, Chicago. Milwaukee. He has always wanted to be back in Miami, never wanted to leave. And uh, it is kind of a bummer that they never figured out a way to bring him back. They brought back Mario Chalmers before they brought him. Gore and Dragon, they did. Although they didn't give Gore and the Mario treatment, which I guess is classy on their part, because that was that was that was insulting what they did to Mario. <laughs> he didn't play a minute. That was insulting. <laughs> that, that was insulting.
2: Yesterday, Kane's hoops beat Clemson. Shout out to Coach L. His team is nine and zero at the Watsco Center. Eleven and two overall. Two and zero in ACC play. The Heat crushed the Lakers especially in that fourth quarter, Duncan Robinson. We should rename him to fourth quarter Duncan. And I am petitioning to uh, give Jaime Jaquez Jr. I mean, he's Triple J, but I want him to be nicknamed El Rey, which is the king in Spanish, after what he did to the king yesterday on the court in L.A. All right. Hmm. I like it. Panthers at VGK tonight, 10 p.m., as Hawk just mentioned. And then Canes women's basketball, they're at Boston College tonight, 7 p.m. tip off. Your weather from the Demesman and Dover law firm. Call them 866 954 more, youraccidentattorneys.com. Free consultations 24 7. Again, 866 954 more. Well, partly man, cloudy. Yes, is this Jaime Hawkins Jr. is up to plus 4,000
1: for rookie of the year. I got him at plus 3,000, figured that would be the highest that it would be.
3: So he's doing all this and his odds are going longer? Your little boy, the, the, the what's his name? Chat Holmgren. Holmgren's bald. I'm t- Holmgren listen. is minus two fifty right now. Yeah. and Yama
1: is plus one fifty five, and then Jaime Hawkins Jr. is plus four thousand
3: now. Huck. I understand. You know what? And I understand what y'all are saying about Wimby. I see what you're saying. Up and down, he's had some bad stretches. He is the talk of basketball. No matter what his stats are, he plays. Oh, I get he's blown, it. I get He dunks. It. He's, he blocks people. Like, people whoop the hell out of the Spurs, and they're on TV every single night. I, I, I get it. I highlights every single
1: night. I like watching them. I'm telling you, the, the only chance I have on that bet, and it, there was thought that went into it, is if those guys get injured or don't play enough games just because – now, it's not going to happen with Holmgren, but I told you, Wembenyama – I mean, if they have five wins going into February or or March, uh, I don't I don't know how many uh, games he's going to play.
3: Happy birthday, Victor! <laughs> you doubt his resilience. It's his birthday
2: today. Also, would have been his
1: resilience. I just think they uh, you end up shutting them down. They are five and twenty-eight.
3: You know what? They got to have that run sooner or later. You know the only team in the West? Let me just
1: see this. Pistons are three and thirty one in the East.
2: Now Spurs second, have Spurs have the worst record in in the West by far.
1: In the West. The second worst record, though, in the West is Joe Cronin's Portland
2: Trailblazer. <laughs> have fun with Scoop. You bum. <laughs>
3: That's what he
1: gets.
2: DeAndre Ayton. Are you kidding me?
1: Unbelievable. Like, I don't know if it's too early to say that they absolutely botched the Damian Lillard thing because there's still obviously a lot of time, um, but they botched the Damian Lillard thing because they could have had so many of these heat assets who have shown you already as Jaime Hawkins Jr. just wins his second consecutive rookie of the month. They could have had him. They could have had Tyler Hero probably had they – Stuck to their guns, Duncan Robinson. I mean, what an idiot
2: that guy is! Yeah. And and also, you know, everybody outside of South Florida who claimed that it was the would have been the worst trade in the history of the NBA when the Heat. I mean, you know, people just don't pay attention to these guys. It's it's that simple. Like nobody's paying attention to these guys, despite the team being in the NBA Finals. And Tyler Hero copped the short end of a stick because he got hurt. And the Heat went to the final, so it it worked against him in a massive way. But, I mean, he's been really, really good this year. And Niko Jovic started yesterday, had 15 points, and the Heat beat the Lakers as well. By the way, um, speaking of Victor Wembanyama's birthday, today would have been Don Shula's birthday as well. He would have turned 94 years old today. God rest his soul.
1: Still. Probably the most legendary coach in Miami history. Yep.
3: Hell, maybe in football.
1: Spolster will be in that conversation one day. Oh, yes. I suppose a puppy. Spol coach another 10 years. That's 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. He could yeah. be the Red Auerbach of well. the Miami Heat.
2: I think he's in that conversation already. I'm not telling you he's better than, than Shula, but I- – I mean, if, if you were doing a Mount Rushmore of sure, sure. coaches in South Florida sports yeah. history. Oh, no doubt, no Shula, doubt. Shula, no doubt in there. Pat Riley, probably in there. Um, and then Spose, probably in there. And then there'd be an argument for the third. Probably Pete DeBoer. <laughs> My good buddy. Jack McKeon has to at least get talked about. I mean, won a damn World Series with a cigar in his mouth the entire time. Yeah. That's That's talent. Yeah, Willie Taggart. Willie Taggart, of course, at the uh, mm-hmm. FAU. The whistle. Mm. <laughs> the whistle. Right? Wasn't that Willie Taggart? Yeah. He had the that whistle. was
3: Whistle Willie. Yeah, he used to wear a whistle to games. Couldn't whistle even use it.
2: it. <laughs> Weird. Um. All right, guys. Uh, Your weather right now, partly cloudy tonight. The lows will be in the mid to low 60s. That's your weather.
1: Gino Toretta is going to join us in the next segment. Today is National Spaghetti Day. He's Italian.
4: <laughs>
1: also, there's Just a, a picture championship of... game coming up.
3: Just sent out a pictures of a bunch of meatballs or something, didn't he? Yeah, big tray of meatballs he's making. Yeah, Spaghetti and like... night at the <laughs> he made uh, them Toretta one by household. one with his hands. You think I mean, he made them, you one, you by them one? one by one?
1: You you roll them with your hands.
3: What, one at a time? It's like 70 meatballs on that tray. Well,
1: I mean, what, he, what Was he got, a conveyor belt in his house? <laughs> no, oh, that little pincher, <laughs> a little Pinter. meatball pincher. Got, was he have uh, Oompa Loompas working there?
0: <laughs> You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. That is when I look my sexiest, when
1: I'm at the cash pop machine. Hawk and Crowder.
3: Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
3: You have 47 new
0: voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns
1: This has kind of become a tradition, Crowder, with Gino joining us anytime spaghetti is in the news. I don't know if that's profiling. It's, a, it's or, not appropriate. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if it's appropriate or not, but regardless, we'll keep on doing it until someone tells us not to. Uh, okay. Gino Toretta, Heisman Trophy winner. He had his number retired by UM this past season. He was on the call, by the way, someone pointed out on the text line here, had a great call at the end. He was on the call for the Gator Bowl or Touchdown Radio, and you heard the game here on this very radio station during Christmas week, and today is National Spaghetti Day, and so the proud Italian
4: Gino Toretta
1: joins us now. Hello, Gino.
4: Let's go to the resident Italian. (laughs) <laughs>
1: I've got a couple. I got I got a couple. I have Brady Quinn on when uh, the Shamrock Shake gets released every year at McDonald's or for St. Patrick's Day. We go to Gino for uh, for National Spaghetti Day. If it's a beer related holiday, usually Ryan from Funky Buddha.
3: Yep.
1: And uh,
4: you got you got a, a plethora. We need to have a we need to have a Hawk and Crowder resident party so we can enjoy all of those things together.
1: Who do we bring a- on for Kwanzaa every year, Crowder? Do, do we have anybody I, in, the, in I don't the, know, uh, but we have we have a blacklist thing going with Cedric. Uh, that's true, Maxwell. Cornbread Maxwell. We bring we bring him on just to debate white versus black uh, <laughs> topics. Uh, now we, but one of the one of the running conversations we've had this conversation with you before, Gino. But one of the running yep. conversations that we've had on this show is, can you order spaghetti and meatballs at an Italian restaurant because that. I don't want to say it's my go-to meal, but I have no problem ordering spaghetti and meatballs. My in-laws are going to be in town tomorrow. They're staying at the hotel that's attached to Louis Bossy in downtown Boca. We will go to Louis Bossy, and I will get spaghetti and meatballs. Is there something wrong with that?
4: Yeah, that's exactly what I think of when I think of Boca. Let's go there for Italian food.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, they're in their 80s. They can't get around very well. The restaurant's attached to the hotel. I can't, I can't take them to Paul Castrovos. I, I was
4: asking Solana, is there, is there like National Bucatini Day, National Penne Day, Rigatoni Day? Like, are, Do other needle, noodles get their due, or is it just mm. – just, Clumping, oh, like, all, all of the, all no, no, of the no, Italian not, noodles in one no, day.
1: No, no, because no, there is Italian food day. No, this is the ubiquitous noodle. The spaghetti noodle is the only one worthy of its own day, I believe.
4: No, so First aren't. off, I'm 53 years old, and I've never ordered spaghetti and meatballs. And if I have pasta, which I don't call it spaghetti, if I have pasta and there happens to be meatballs, the meatballs are served in a different bowl, and I eat them separate. So that that would just be my, mm. my first thing. And I I put a picture in response. I did the little meatballs for wedding soup. But that I, I don't know. I am not a spaghetti and meatball kind of guy. And if and if I had is to there choose a problem? my noodle. Is there a
1: problem with me going to Louis Bossy and ordering spaghetti and meatballs as my entree?
4: You know what? You're old enough to remember this. You remember when, when uh, Steve Martin went to that restaurant and and they said, how many are dining with you? And he said, I'm alone, and they put a spotlight on him. And he yeah, what was that, um, the man
1: with uh, the, the ferns? Was what, that what the was jerk? It? Yeah, the jerk. No, wasn't, wasn't it they, the what, jerk? Was it that, no, I think it was the one with Charles Grodin. I love that movie.
4: Um, oh, I'm alone, and it was like a spotlight. That's you. That's you. That's you. I, I want spaghetti and meatballs. That's you. You think uh, that is everything a, exactly comes to you. a halt when when I
1: order spaghetti and meatballs at the Italian restaurant?
4: Not a question because because if you really want a meatball, but if you go into an Italian restaurant, you might want something else. You know, you might want eggplant. You want might might want a lasagna, but you really want a little little meat. You order a meatball on the side. You don't order spaghetti and meatballs. I mean, it's just I I'm, I'm I, I don't know. I've never done it. My wife's never done it. She's Italian more than me. Um, I, I don't know. You're the you're the first person, but then again, you're the first person that tries to change the name of pizza, so I, I, I don't know. Zach. <laughs> Everybody knows it's Z. <laughs>
0: it is Zach.
4: <laughs> you know what? Hey, That's hey. not the word of the year for the, you know, the dictionary comes out with the new word. It still hasn't caught on. So I think you ought to give that one up.
3: I'm gonna keep trying, man. <laughs> He's gonna make <laughs> Gino, I saw your post and there were like a hundred little baby meatballs on that tray and I was asking huh is that like a little clamper that you do? I know you ain't make all those meatballs one by one by hand.
4: Bro, I'm telling you, that that is uh, my my wife's uh, grandmother's recipe. So it's a little bit of ground beef, a little bit of uh, ground pork, a little bit of ground veal, and then you roll meatballs. And then her grandmother used to yell at her and say, that got, that You got to be smaller because those little meatballs then go in soup. Then go wedding soup, which I know you've had wedding soup. You should probably haven't. Have, I'll send you a picture of the of the wedding soup part. But yes. those little meatballs go in the soup. Yes, it is a very time-consuming uh, evening for like a pound and a half of, of meat. And then you put those in the oven, cook them, and then uh, and then they go in the soup.
3: Wouldn't those All be by hand. Nothing, served, nothing
4: uh, automated in that deal.
1: Wouldn't those be better served on a big plate of spaghetti?
4: Uh, they're, they're actually, you know what I do with the leftover, if there's leftover ground meat and I don't want to roll meatballs, I basically take them and make a giant meatball and then I smash it and make a, a meatball burger, which is absolutely outstanding because mm. it's got Ooh, the breadcrumbs and the parm and the seasoning in it. Oh yeah, that's, that's solid.
1: What, what would be your reaction if you came to my house, you open up the cabinet and you see a box of ronzoni spaghetti and a jar of ragu pasta sauce. I'm, I'm not eating
4: that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm <become all> hungry.
4: <laughs> I, would, I would have said, I thought we were ordering McRibs from McDonald's.
1: <laughs> so you're saying if I said, hey, come on over, my wife wants to cook a little Italian meal for, uh, for you and the missus, And you came over, you saw in the kitchen, it was just a box of spaghetti and, you know, Progresso uh, red sauce. Uh, That would not be acceptable to the Toretta's?
4: That would not be acceptable. First off, you have to tell me what you're going to serve before, before I accept any invitation for dinner. Because I think... Gabagool. The king of the fast food. I I think we... You you want a, 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 a carcucci platter
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: a cool. I'm a cool sandwiches and uh and a box of wine.
4: And if you're and if you're giving me box wine, yeah, we might i I, I might leave immediately at that point in time. <laughs> if you bust out a, a box of two buck chocolate and, and and some ragu jar sauce.
3: <laughs> but Gino, I don't, what you just said, you can't, or you can't, hell, you won the me, you're Gino Toretta. If someone invites you to their home to eat, you ask them what the menu is?
4: Mm, good good. Question. Well, I, norm, I don't know, when I ask somebody for dinner, I, I normally ask them, hey, just what, what do you like? I like cooking, we cook a lot here. So I, I would be like, what would you like? You know, would you like steak? Would you like, you know, fish? And then I would create the, we would create the menu from there. But yeah, knowing see, Gino, Hawk,
1: Gino's a classy guy because you, knowing, you do like kn- you you owe that to someone that you invite to dinner to let them know. You Remember the Office episode where uh, she was making asabuco and it was, it was like three hours and they didn't start it till <laughs> nine. I mean, I gotta know these things going in.
4: First off, Crowder, let's let's talk about who we're dealing with here. He might have good takes with fast food, but there is no other food take that Mark Hawkman has that is. Good, so mm. I think I start with that. If if we, it it needs to be clarified what is being served mm. on his table. Now, if I invite you over, and you don't ask, you're still going to get a great meal. I just I would ask to be kind to you to say, would you rather have fish, or or steak, chicken, whatever whatever you whatever's your favorite? Then I would go build from there. That's just that's just a courteous host. I think
3: yeah hawk ain't doing that
1: mozzarella (laughs) sticks you have mozzarella sticks at your house no (laughs) no you don't you don't keep mozzarella sticks around absolutely not (laughs) isn't that a mount rushmore italian uh, food item
4: oh no it is not mozzarella sticks no it is not (laughs) I can't stop laughing. Your food takes in the Italian section are terrible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My, uh, We've done it before on the air. My Mount Rushmore of Italian foods. You might have to help me here, Solana. Um, spaghetti and meatballs is number one. And uh, mozzarella sticks, number two. craft macaroni and cheese, number three. <laughs> and za, uh, four. Oh, macaroni so and cheese from Kraft is not a food. <laughs> that's the finest mac and cheese out there, isn't it? With the powder?
3: With the powder. <laughs> oh. <Uh-oh. clears
4: throat> you know what, Hawk? Your palate apparently hasn't changed since college. That's all the stuff mm. you ate like when you you had to make your own meal when you were in, in Mahoney Pearson or the or the Towers.
1: I was in I was in uh, Mahoney Pearson, and, yeah, that stuff was good. Why <laughs> would I give it up? <laughs>
3: Kraft.
1: I'm surprised Cup of Noodles didn't make it in there. Oh, that was number five. <laughs> that was number five. So you don't like Kraft macaroni and cheese? That's not a good Italian dinner? It's not Italian. Well, no. I mean, it's noodles. It's cheese. Uh, you boil it.
4: <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you <can> boil it. <laughs> I
1: made boiling something, in I tell you, you know what? I think I
4: think that's that's as good as big a thing you can do in the kitchen, isn't it? I got the water. I'll boil oh, it. That's, that's, literally that's your contribution it. I, to, no, to you're, the menu. Like,
1: no, I marvel at how good a cook you are because I I cannot like I just can't do it. I I have no abilities it requires patience too, like just the tray of meatballs that you sent on Twitter. I mean, that's patience to, to oh, make had, those meatballs.
4: Well, it's like, like when you, when you get ready for a holiday, you, it takes days. You know what I mean? I mean, like we made brajol, which is the, the, you know, rolled up meat with breadcrumbs and the seasoning and, and raisins. And then you've got to tie it. Then you have to brown it and then you have to put a sauce in it and then cook it. But I mean, it, you have to do that prior to, you know, unless you have a, you know, full five or six generations around you and that are coming over for dinner. Everybody makes one thing, but you know, it takes you days to to get ready for, you know, some some of the uh, the holidays.
1: Oh, I can I can whip up a bruschelle in uh, twenty twenty five minutes.
4: <laughs> <laughs> What's in bruschelle?
1: <laughs> I, don't even, I don't
3: even
4: know raisins. what it is. Brajole <laughs> You ever had Brajol
3: Crowder? No, no. And then he said raisins. Black people don't eat raisins, so we're out. <clears throat> oh, is that All oh,
4: it is is for seasoning. Trust me, Crowder, you'd like it. I don't know. <laughs> we
3: gotta get cornbread Maxwell
1: back on the show. <laughs> but if it's true. That and I, black people don't eat hey, raisins.
3: You know what those black people don't eat? Kraft macaroni and cheese for dinner, like you tried to serve that little boy at your house a couple years back.
1: My uh my son had a friend over. Crowder thought this was uproarious. Uh my son had his friend over, black kid named Malachi, who by the way, his mother posted a picture because he moved away. Mother posted a picture. He is that, is is that the, is that the
4: quarter is that the quarterback from Texas? Are no, we getting him? No, but the, are, I, I think are he's we bigger. trying to get I a Malachi?
3: I, I think we are. Um yeah. but but this, this, kid, kid, this so, kid was this kid was two thirty, Gino. This was a was gigantic not, child. They
1: were in middle school. <laughs> I mean, he was bigger than my son, no doubt, but they, they, he was staying over for dinner. And so I made a box of Kraft macaroni and cheese, split it between DJ and Malachi. And I thought, it was, and Crowder has made fun of me for 10 years for serving Malachi some macaroni and cheese as dinner. That's a, that's a fine dinner for a middle schooler. No,
4: that was no. I mean, come on. You gotta, you gotta go You gotta have more effort than that don't you? I would have been curious like how long the macaroni and cheese box was in your cupboard for.
1: Oh, it doesn't last a day. I go through these really? things like, like it's cereal. I, oh my I, I God. Mean, isn't you're, that a staple?
4: The amount of processed food you eat is just off the charts. Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that is a compliment. Is that supposed to be the result?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Doesn't care, Gino. <laughs> uh, uh, let's just. Say I mean,
4: based, I hey, based died, on some of the brands that you mentioned for sauce that you're buying, yeah, I just kind of shake my head.
1: I pretty much go whatever's bogo. I'll get that on the sauce. You know, you get a you get like a four cheese uh, uh, red sauce, and you get maybe a, a vodka sauce. You know, if you're feeling saucy,
4: no pun. Okay, you you go with that. <laughs> just, just, just let me know when you guys are done eating, and you're going to meet me at the bar afterwards, and I'll meet you there. <laughs> Did you put, do you put sauce on bruschetta? Yeah, you you brown it. It's basically you 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 lay out a, a a piece of meat and you pound it out real thin, like a quarter inch, and then you you put on the top uh, breadcrumbs, cheese, seasonings, uh, parsley. Few raisins to keep the moisture, and then you have to roll the meat up, and then you have to tie the steak together, and then you brown the outside, and then you put it in sauce, and then it. Oh, cooks these are pigs in, in a blanket.
1: These are pigs in a blanket. These are, <clears> are cocktail franks.
4: Oh boy, you don't know. <laughs>
1: It sounds like I've had these at uh, a wedding. Sometimes when they have the the wedding, the uh, butler passed hors d'oeuvres. They have the the cocktail Franks wrapped. You're talking about like meat wrapped in a in a, pa- a puff pastry.
4: It's like a top sirloin steak or top round that's cut like a quarter inch thick. Mm. It's, not a, it's not a hot dog. <laughs> 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 it's yeah, all just, the
3: same. I
4: tell you what, I You just embrace your bad food takes. I, you, you know, know what? You haven't noticed that I've done so. I know, you haven't. It's nice to see you haven't grown up. Your, your food <laughs> likings haven't changed, even with all the studies of how bad all the stuff you eat is for you.
3: Hmm.
1: I can't wait to get the Olive Garden tonight and celebrate National Spaghetti Day. <laughs> Will I run into the Toretta's there? Only, only for salad and bread. We're running out of time. Who do you like Monday night, Washington or Michigan?
4: Washington. Penix is going to throw some bullets all over the field like he's been doing all year. And and Kaelin DeBoer, their head coach. How about their head coach? He's 104-11 and in his career as a head coach. Dude dude can ball out and coach.
3: You know, they're going to be able to protect him. I'm with you. Penix is a monster, but that damn Michigan front can ball.
4: You know what, though? Crowder, and, and you know this from watching that game. How didn't Alabama adjust? All they were doing was bringing five and twisting and stunting the fifth guy. And, like, I mean, Alabama had enough guys to block. It was just like they let a guy run by by them. I'm like, how are they not adjusting to this? They were turning the right way, everything, and the line wasn't picking up the fifth rusher. So, in my mind, you know, I I think they're going to be able to, and I just I don't think that, you know, Michigan's going to be able to cover. Those three wideouts are beasts. You know, and then they got the 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 tight end at washington Penix, man. I'm telling you what he, th- he he throws the prettiest deep ball I've seen in a long long time in in any level of football
1: is he going to be the best quarterback that who comes out
4: <clears throat> um I don't think he's he's rated one of the highest i think caleb williams from from USC is probably rated the highest uh, Drake may from but who do from u n do you, is, you, know, uh, you watch all
1: these it, games like who do you
4: think is rated high? You know I, the the concern with with uh, with Penix, he was spent four years in Indiana and he had two blown out ACLs and then he had two certain sh- sh- uh, shoulder surgeries, so he had you know injured four consecutive years. So you know how let's see, we got a guy we got a guy here for the Dolphins. All their concern was was injuries, and he's playing pretty good right now. So it's just going to take a team that's going to you know believe that that he'll be all right and he'll go out and play and ball out, but he's legit.
1: Uh, somebody texts in, thank you to the texters. The Lonely Guy was the Steve Martin movie that we were thinking That was of. Yeah, I'm alone. That
4: spotlight comes on. And- <laughs> That's a great scene. <laughs> that is a great scene. Every, every, everybody looks at him. It's like one ta- one, <laughs> a one-seat table in the middle of the restaurant. <laughs> the whole place becomes silent, and then there's a spotlight.
1: Yeah. On. I'm alone. <laughs> <laughs> Gino, thank you for uh, celebrating National Spaghetti Day with us, and uh, it was everything I thought it would be. Go back to your meatballs and your brisket. All right. See you, guys. <laughs> See you, <Gino. laughs> All right. There you go. Gino Toretta was exactly the celebration that I had expected.
0: <laughs> You're listening to the Hawk and
3: Crowder Show. Vix Vaparu.